What's up, guys? Bet the Universe here. Friday, December 18th. Bettheuniverse.podbean.com, the original home, Spotify, iTunes. Just wanted to get that out the way. Dennis Perez, Roel Cabral, and it's the Week 15 preview show. Roel, how are you doing tonight, sir? I'm good, my brother. I'm ready to go. Got that. You got the energy flowing. You got me ready to go. And let's, let's do this, brother. Good picks, good info. Guys, two Saturday games to look forward to tomorrow. So we're going to just jump right into those real quick. It, it kicks off with Bills at Broncos. Bills favored by six on the road. 49 and a half is the total. D, for me, looking at this game, there's only one side to look at. And that side is the Buffalo side. Five straight covers coming into this game. Cover, um, and Buffalo's probably playing their best ball right now. 19 and three straight up. The last 22 as a favorite. They favored here. You got Denver. You know, they lost five cornerbacks in the last three weeks. Four of them to injury. Uh, A.J. Bouye goes out for suspension. So Denver's depleted. I heard they only had three three um, cornerbacks. And one of them was signed off the Ravens practice squad just a few days ago. So they're going to be in trouble on the back end. And, you know, they're going to be facing the number three passing offense in, in the league in the Bills, you know. Josh Allen has six 300-yard games, two 400-yard games. They're going to pass the ball, they're going to move the ball, and they're going to score some points. And I like the Bills here. I like the Bills to cover, and I like the Bills in a nice little teaser. Buffalo playing their best football right now in their best stretch of the season, 6-1 and one since Week 7. The only loss being the Hale Murray by Arizona and, Ky and Kyler. Uh, 10 win seasons for consecutive seasons, or 10, win, uh, ten, 10 wins in a season for consecutive seasons now for Buffalo. You know, the franchise was, was really bad for a long time there. And, and, you know, they're finally trending up there with Josh Allen at quarterback. They are averaging 27.6 points per game. That's the highest that they've averaged since 1991, way back when with Jim Kelly. And there's a lot of incentive, Roel, for, uh, for Buffalo in this one. They can clinch the AFC win, uh, East with a okay. win here. The first time they'll win the division since 1995. So yeah. it's been a long time. Yeah, and traditionally, D, the uh, Broncos have struggled here against Buffalo, only two and nine against the spread. Against the spread, and then you—I mean, if you're a Denver guy, the only thing I would suggest is looking at the under. They've gone under for the last five. They play good defense in the red zone. That's the only thing I would really look at. But besides that, I'm all over the—I'm all over the Bills here, D. I mean, Denver's two and four at home. Uh, Drew Locke did have his best game last week where he had 280 through the air and four touchdowns thrown. But the Broncos are averaging only 19.8 uh, a game this year, so I can't really trust them in this spot right here. Absolutely love the Bills in the tees. We're going to move on to the Panthers and Packers. That's the night game on Saturday. The Packers favored by eight at home, and this one's 51.5 the total. Yeah, when you look at the Panthers, I just got to watch the back door here. I got to watch them as an underdog. We know about Teddy Bridgewater. We know about his 22-5 record as an underdog. We know about the Panthers, seven of the last eight covers as underdogs. So that's going to be in play here. That's why I like this as a teaser with the Bills. And I, I believe D does as well. And, and Green Bay here, man, they're a powerhouse. With LaFleur, 23-6, 11-1 the last 12 at home. They're 5-1 this year at home. In primetime games with Aaron Rodgers, they love that, that spot. 4-0 against the spread this year in primetime games. You know, and Carolina struggled traditionally in primetime games, 4-12 against the spread since 2014. They 0-1 this year in that position. You know, I like the Packers here. You know, at the, the line's gone down to 8. 
I, you know, if I was b looking at this game straight against the spread, I might buy it down to seven. But I, I, I just like the Packers in the teaser instead. Love the Packers in this spot right here. 13-2 and two at home the last two seasons under LaFleur. Seven straight losses for Carolina coming into this one. 0-9 when allowing 22 or more points. Green Bay, of course, coming in averaging 31 and a half this season. Rodgers red hot eight straight games with multiple touchdown passes thrown. I keep harping on that one every week. And Devontae Adams, a, a TD reception in eight straight games as well. So all, the, all that coinciding with each other. Yeah. Love the Packers in this spot. Ro kind of previewed one of the picks that we're going to have later that we're okay, in agreement sorry. on. I'll just leave that till after. But yeah, Bills and Packers, you could book that one right now. But we, we, we'll discuss that one later. We'll give that one officially after. We're going to get into the Sunday games now. Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Atlanta Falcons. Tampa by five and a half on the road. They are favored by 47 and a half the total here. Alrighty. I mean, that total's gone down about three points. So that's the first thing that jumped out at me here. Tampa's really good. It was really good last week in the red zone. They're number one against the run. Only giving up 22.6 a game. That's 11th. That's good for 11th in the league. You know, so I like... I liked, Tampa Bay here in this spot. There's a lot of over trends pointing to, to this game. Over seven in the last eight against Atlanta for Tampa. They over 23 of the last 31 in road games. This team's been going over a lot. They're over nine of the last 11 in divisional games. So a lot of over trends pointing to this game here with Tampa Bay. I would take a, a slight look at that. But, you know, considering how good, how, uh, good their red zone defense has been, I might sway away from that. Like the Bucks here to cover, uh, not much interest in Atlanta here for me, D. Bro, a game of importance right here for the Buccaneers because, of course, they're trying to maintain that second wild card spot in the NFC. Mm. I mean, the paths are narrowing for these other teams there, but there's still three games left, so, you know, wins are still uh, paramount here. They maintain a one-game lead over the, the three-seed in the wild card, which is Arizona, and a two-game lead over Chicago and Minnesota, who are still lurking mm. two games in back of the, of, of Tampa and one game in back of Arizona for that third wild card spot. Okay. This game right here, though, Buccaneers, I kind of I, I, I like them in this spot. I don't know if I like them to cover, but they are averaging 28 and a half points per game right here. The Falcons coming in losing three of their last four, you know, and fewer than 30 points allowed in their last nine games. The defense playing a little better over there, but again, Buccaneers need this one more. And Falcons at four and nine. I mean, they're out of the race right here, so not much motivation. Yeah, one the last thing too. I was just talking about how good Tampa's red zone defense has been. Atlanta, vice versa, 34, 31st in the league in red zone touchdown efficiency, so they're really bad. And against teams with winning records, D, 1-4 against the spread, so not really good. Now, Brady hasn't been red, red hot, but he's he's been kind of like very warm, throwing kind of multiple touchdown passes these last few games here. I want to note that the Falcons allow the most fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. Mm. So Brady could have a good game here against this defense. Last note, 49ers at the Cowboys, the next one here. 49ers favored by three on the road. This one sits at 44 and a half. How important is this game right here, bro? Not really, right? I mean, the Cowboys still got an outside chance. It's know, very slim, so. though, right? Because yeah. they're two games back of Washington. It's they have absolutely slim. no shot in the wild card. You're right. You're right. I mean, but, you know, team like 49ers with, with Shanahan led. I think they'll still be ready to play. We'll still see some good football here from them. So you're and expecting still a motivated Cowboys team? Uh, yes and no. You know, I, I don't know what to expect from the Cowboys, but I know the Niners, they're going to try and run the ball here, D. That's their thing. 
And I was reading about how Dallas has had a lot of trouble with run offenses similar to San Francisco. I mean, they are giving up a league-worst 163 rushing yards a game or five yards a carry here for the season. They've been bad. One thing I do like about the, the Cowboys here is the underdog role. They've been really good in that role, D. They've covered five straight as home underdogs, and they won four of those games outright. So Cowboys seem to, you know, that much. only one of those games was this year that they were 1-0 against the spread. But Cowboys have been good traditionally as a dog at home. Cowboys allowing 37 and a half points per game at home this season. That is <laughs> a lot of points. Uh, 49ers, of course, they have their woes coming in. They don't have their starting quarterback in Garoppolo. They've been playing with Mullins, and they've been having two or more turnovers in seven straight games now. But they do have the fifth-ranked defense, which is kind of explains why the 49ers are favored on the road in this one. Um, you know, the and, and the, you know, the, what the Cowboys give up at home. But, uh, you know... Two games back of Washington, like Ro mentioned, they still in play for the division, so I'm expecting a somewhat Cowboys-motivated team right here, but really no lean here. I, I, I would lean Cowboys at home plus three because they have incentive. Yeah. But again, I, even with Dalton, they're just averaging 17.8 a game, so I mean, not much trust in any side in this one. I'll lean Cowboys plus three, Ro. Yeah, same for me, D. I don't think I'll put any money down on this game. I can't trust any of these teams with it. With, with my money but at the same time if you want to lean somewhere i lean motivated team and i think the cowboys have a little bit better ch- better of a chance to get in the playoffs we're gonna move on to the detroit lions at the tennessee titans titans favored by 10 and a half at home and the total here sits at 51 and a half i think it's pretty simple going into this game d two things is stafford playing which most likely he will because he's a, he's one of those guys that always plays he battles through injuries and he plays so i expect him to play the other thing that I'm looking at is Detroit and their run and their run defense and how bad they are. 29th in the league, giving up almost 133 a game. They've allowed 21 rushing touchdowns, tied for most in the league, and they give up about 30 points a game. So I like the Titans right here. The Titans run the ball. Henry, he's got his eye on 2,000. He's got up 1,500 plus yards right now. He needs about 130 yards a game to get to 2,000. I think he does get to that to that spot. And, you know, I like the over here, too. So, they've been over nine of the last 13. But I really like the Titans maybe as part of a teaser or something like that. These last three games here, with uh, the Lions without Patricia, the defense has been giving up 30 or more. Four and three on the road. So, the Lions do play their best road, of, of their best ball of this season on the road. Mm. But the Titans are averaging 30 points per game this year quietly. And over the last, or since week 11, they've been actually averaging 35.3 points per game. The Titans, they have five straight wins against the Lions as a franchise. And again, Henry balling out this season. He leads the league in rushing yards. He had 215 yards last week against the Jaguars. He's had two games of 200-yard rushing this season. Mm. So, I mean, a lot of reasons to like the Tennessee. But the question is, do you like the 10.5? Mm. Roll you? The 10.5 for me, like I said, might be a little steep. I think if I had to pick a side, i still choose that side. If Stafford plays that makes a big difference here you know because you definitely could get a backdoor but for me uh teaser including the titans is the way to play this game cool we're gonna move on to the tennessee well not tennessee but the houston texans sorry at the indianapolis colts colts favored by seven and a half at home and the total here sits at 50 and a half yeah d colts is historically speaking the Colts dominate houston here 15 and 3 straight up at home. I mean, that's numbers, a big number. They're ready for Houston all the time. And I think the story of this game is going to be in the trenches. It's going to be 
can the Colts pass rush get to, to Watson? And, and a lot of people have gotten to Watson this year. That's 40 sacks. He has, he's been sacked 40 times, seven sacks last week, five sacks two weeks ago. I mean, it's pretty simple. Tennessee's going to sack, gonna rush the quarterback here. You had a turnover or two, I believe, you know, maybe a sack fumble. And, and Indy, when they favor, they do what they got to do. They're 8-2 against the spread the last 10. Texans, a lot of trouble in the division. 3-8 and eight against the spread the last 11. So it's pretty simple to me. Indianapolis here. I, I buy the hook, and I take Indianapolis minus 7. I really like the Colts here, dude. One of the themes about the Texans this year is their failure to create turnovers. They failed to create a turnover in nine games this season, and they are 1-8 in, in those games. Colts with Phillip, I kind of trust them to protect the ball in this one. They did have their best game of the season last week where they beat Vegas down 44-27 to and generated 456 yards of total offense. And they are averaging 28.6 on the year. So I do like the Colts in this one. Might be yeah. one of my best bets of the week. They look like they're getting better, right, the Colts? Playing their best ball right now. These are the teams you want to target going into the playoffs, you know. And Texans, not, you know, 4-9, very disappointing season. Watson's yeah. been... He was good earlier in the year, and then he's kind of faded these last games. The Bears really put a number on him last week, so yeah. who knows what you're going to get from the Texans, but I do expect maximum effort from Indianapolis. Colts are nothing, right? Absolutely. We're going to move on to the Patriots against the Dolphins. Dolphins favored by 2.5 at home. 41.5 is the total here. I want to mention one thing before Roe gets into it. The public is all over Miami in this one. 81% of the public bets on Miami. Yeah, that's crazy, D, because, uh, like, all the insiders that I've listened to this week have pointed to the Pats, you know, and, and Bill as an underdog. I mean, you know, and good reason, Bill against rookie quarterbacks. Bill against rookie quarterbacks, Bill, against, Bill, Bill as an underdog, Bill in the division. And, and the one thing I would say is, man, the Pats, when they go to Miami, they don't have a good time. Two and five against the spread over there, that's not great. I mean, you're facing a team that's, that's a spread-winning uh, spread machine. I mean, 12 and four the last 16. For the Dolphins, they've been really good. The Dolphins, they're also 8-2 when they favored the last 10. They're 10-4 against the spread in the division. So this team's winning inside the division. They're winning when they're favored. They covered eight of their last nine games. I mean, all the numbers here pointing to Miami kind of makes me feel a certain way, too. Uh, Pats did have success in week one. That Most of that was because of Cam Newton with 15 rushing attempts and 75 yards, two touchdowns. And you know the Pats got a fifth rushing offense, and they're gonna they're going up against a 22nd ranked Russian defense. So I like the Pats in this game. I buy it up to three. I know a lot of people are on the Dolphins. I know my man Dennis might be on the Dolphins. I just like the Pats for some reason. I just like Bill. I probably won't put any money on this game though. Rookie quarterback seven and 21 versus Bill. That's the what, what gives all the, the, the cause for concern if you're going to look into bet the Dolphins against the Patriots. But again, Patriots having such an up-and-down season this year, Roll. They had the 45 nothing blowout of the Chargers, and yeah. then they follow it up with three points against the Rams last week. So, I mean, everybody knows about Cam's troubles this year, uh, scoring or throwing passing touchdowns. He's had a good year rushing, but, I mean, for how long can you get it done that way? House of Horrors for Bill Miami. He has a 450 winning percentage there in, in his mm -hmm. time as Patriots court, uh, Patriots head coach. So they always have a tough time down there in Miami. And, and, and th those were with, with uh, Brady at quarterback. So, I mean, I expect them to have an even tougher time with a struggling offense and can. But again, who knows what you're getting with the Patriots, right? But I, I think I'm going to join the public on this one. 
and, and, and take the Dolphins. But we'll get into that later on, the we official will. picks. D, I just want to remind everyone, too, before you make those official picks, please, guys, lock, try to take a look at these injuries. But see, if it's going to be up to game time. There's three game time decisions you're going to see, you're going to be looking for. The top two wideouts on Miami's side, um, Grant and um, Parker, Devontae Parker, and then their tight end, Gasecki. These guys are all questionable. You need I mean, to know if they're Gusecki in. is huge, and any anybody on the Devontae Dolphins' Parker, defense yeah. is huge because that you know that's kind of their they, they, their defense is uh, their strength. They've allowed 21 points or fewer in nine of 13 games this year. And mm-hmm. It's why I see the Patriots having trouble scoring in this one, especially what they did against a, a good defense that the Rams have last week. But again, we'll see. It's uh Chargers don't have the best defense, right? So it's easy to put 45 up against them, yeah, like, even though that was surprising in itself, and they had special that. teams plays and all that. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna jump on the public on this one and, and Dolphins. But we're gonna move on to the Bears and the Vikings. Vikings favored by three and a half at home, and 46 and a half is the total. Yeah, I was wrestling with this game. I like the Vikings here, but I just didn't know really. You know what? I'm, first question, big question I have is Dan Bailey. Of course, he kind of cost him the game last week. I was hearing and reading that Bailey probably will start. That's that that's still their best alternative, and they still believe in Bailey, and that Zimmer still believes in Bailey. I don't know. I mean, he doesn't inspire a lot of confidence in me. But I, you know, and and then I saw Nagy's record and the Bears' record against the Vikings the last five, four and one. They've been good, you know. They've been good against the Vikings, but I like I, I like the Vikings here in this spot. They're 19 and six when they're favored. They're six and two their last eight divisional games against the spread, you know. So I, I'm gonna lean Vikings here. I like their run game. I like Dalvin Cook. I think they have the best players on the field with Jefferson and Thielen. So I like their weapons here. And the Bears, they're 30 and eight against the spread the last 11 road games. They're one and six against the spread inside the division. I'm going to lean Vikings here, D, by the hook, and lean, and lean Vikings. I mentioned when we spoke Buccaneers-Falcons earlier in the show that both Chicago and Minnesota had a two or were two games in back of Tampa for that second wild card spot and one game in back of Arizona for the third wild card spot. How mm. convenient the two teams are playing this week, Bears at Vikings. So one of these teams Big is going gonna, gonna, to – it's a huge game for both, and one is going to be right there after this one. Bears, 24 or more points in five of six Mitchell starts this year. They are a better offense with Mitchell at the helm, coming off the 36-7 spanking of the, of the Houston Texans last week. Vikings, a, a good offense on their own, especially rushing the ball, 146.9 rushing yards per game for the Vikings. Cook is cooking right now. He's, he's absolutely, even against the best of defenses, which was Tampa Bay last week, he still eclipsed the 100-yard mark. Vikings won in, in, in this same matchup earlier this year in Week 10, 19-13. So uh, I'll give the Vikings the slight edge in this one. If you, I would buy the hook and take the Vikings here at home. Yeah, I agree. Both teams, one game back of that spot, man. Should be a good game. That's an interesting game. Bettheuniverse.podbean.com, the original home, Spotify, iTunes, the extra platforms where you find us, the more popular platforms where you find us i know all you guys got iphones out there so yeah. get us on the itunes bro tell your friends tell all your friends to download the show yes sir. and win some money yeah follow us might man. be a, a one of those weeks where i feel it in my chest again yeah and we have plenty of picks coming this week too so it's gonna be a goodie seahawks at football team seahawks favored by six and a half on the road and 43 and a half is the total in this one well, for me, the biggest story is Alex Smith is out and Haskins is in. 
And that's a huge thing right here. You, I mean, that's Haskins against Russell Wilson. You know, I lean huge on Russell here. I watch out for the big plays here. Washington's allowed the uh, league-high 750-plus yard receptions. Metcalf has three of those receptions already of 50-plus yards this year. Watch out for Metcalf this game. You might be seeing some bombs here. And Seattle, man, they're sneaky. They're sneaky defensively. They've been really good lately. They're first in sacks for pass attempts in, since week eight. Uh, Washington is third in that category. But I, I like Seattle. I like the way they've been playing. I think it's a big uh, a big advantage that they have at quarterback here with Russell. Expect to see a turnover or two or three from Haskins. And I expect Seattle here to cover this spread. But, you know, I might involve them in something else. But I definitely like Seattle in this game right here. I mean, football team with four straight wins, but again, those were all with Alex Smith. Had Alex Smith been quarterback in this game, I would have leaned on the plus seven or six and a half or whatever it would have been with Alex. But with Haskins, I just can't back football team in this one. Seahawks averaging 30 PPG this year, points per game. Like, Russell, like Rose said, Russell is a tremendous upgrade over Haskins, so they have that. Also... Pete, Sneaky Pete, 6-2 and two against Ron Rivera. Oh, he okay. had that in the head-to-head -head matchup there. Nice. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to back Seattle in this one. It's an easy lean for me. I like Seattle in this one. And, and you know, these games are important because they're trying to maintain position for the playoffs. For sure. We're going to move on to Jaguars at Ravens. Ravens, 12 and a half at home. Of course, Ravens had that big win last week against the Browns where they put up 47. And the total in this one is 48 and a half. Yeah, the Ravens, D, I expect the Ravens to win the next three games. I'm, I'm coming off the bat, and I'm going to say that. I expect the Ravens to win the next three games. Their next three opponents have a record of 8, 30, and 1. This is one of those teams. I know the Giants might be mixed into their schedule, but I expect the Ravens to beat up on them too, to be honest with you. Uh, Ravens, great. everyone saw the Ravens and what they did. Their run offense was outstanding. Glimpses of last year, you know. They're facing a team that's given up the third most rushing yards in the league. They gave up 250 yards last week to, to Henry and the boys over there at, with, in Tennessee. So I expect Ravens to dominate again with the run game. Um, and, and the Jags to have a lot of issues. They have been good as double-digit dogs here, the Jags. Really good. They covered against Minnesota and Green Bay recently as double-digit dogs. But I just don't trust them. You know, and one more thing, the they also covered five straight games against the Ravens, which surprised me. So it's probably dealing with some big spreads here. Baltimore, thirty-nine and zero outright when favored by double digits wow. in the regular season. The only team to to have no losses in that wow. spot in that wow. spot. So when they win, when they have to, it's an amazing stat right it there, is. Ro. So Minshew getting the nod in this one, right, Ro? Is that is it that is correct? Minshew. Yes, it's Minshew. Twelve straight losses for the Jags coming into this one. Uh, the defense has given up twenty-four or more during that losing streak, right there. I mean, how how could you not like the Ravens right now, right? Averaging thirty-nine points per game the last two games, thirteen games with two hundred or more rushing yards in the last two seasons against a team like J uh, Jacksonville who actually allowed seven games the last two seasons of 200 or more rushing wow. yards. Okay, bad matchup, man. How can you like not Baltimore on this one, right? Actually, you know, looking at these, la these late spreads here, it might be room for a 10-point tease to be added to everything. Bro, it might be room. Stay There's tuned. Room. Stay tuned, friends. Last-minute change. Stay tuned. It's not, not even a change, bro. A late addition. Okay. How about that one? Lovely. We so love plenty those, of picks coming, coming in. The chess is filling it today. Okay. 
Jets at Rams. Next, Rams favored by 17 at home in this one. Wow, these lines have really gone up, shot up against the Jets these last yeah. few weeks here. It seems that uh, they've given up on the season. The total here, 43 and a half. Bro, what do you think about this one? This one's I think, crazy. I think the only way to pick here is the Rams, man. I got to be honest with you. The Jets might score two field goals in this game, you know, against a Rams defense that's been dominant this year. They lead in total defense. They only give up 285 yards a game. And guess what? The Jets are last in offense at 269 yards. This is a bad matchup here all around. I can't see the Jets moving the ball at all. Eight of the, I, if I were the Jets fan, I would think consider the under. I would consider the under. Why? Rams, 15-3 and three on the under. The last 18 when they're favored. Rams, eight of the last 10 games under. You know, I'm worried about the Jets. I think the, the Rams are going to run the ball here a lot. Akers was really good last week. Just they struggle all around. They struggle downfield as well. The passing defense, 31st in the league, averaging 287 yards a game. They get the Jet, I expect the Rams to 35 to 6 game kind of game right here, D. Now, these are the reasons why I hate the Jets in this matchup. They only average 14 points per game this season. They have scored fewer than 20 points in nine of 13 games this season, and the defense has allowed 30 or more points. To all in all eight non-divisional games this season. That's one that we've brought up the last yeah. few weeks in the non-divisional games. So, again, the Rams, actually the number one defense in the NFL road. Yeah. Did you know that one? Yeah. So, I mean, Rams coming totally in, fun. rolling on defense, and they are 10-4 and four as a franchise against the Jets. So, there's just a million reasons to love the Rams in this one. 17, too much for my blood. I mentioned a 10-point teaser that was materializing. Best believe the Rams are in that one. Okay. We're going to move on to the Eagles and the Cardinals. Cardinals, 6.5, favored by 6.5 at home, and the total here, 49.5. Yeah, D, this is one of those sleeper sleeper kind of picks for me. I think a lot of people are, are, are having that recent recency bias a little bit towards the Eagles. You know, you get caught up in what you saw last week. You get caught up in, in what you, you know, Saints losing to the Eagles. I'm not going to get caught up in it. I like Arizona in this game, and I like them a lot. Arizona, Murray, when he rushes for at least 40, 9 and 4, I expect him to rush for at least 40 here. Um, Eagles have traditionally and historically struggled against the Arizona 2 and 8 straight up, 3 and 7 against the spread at Arizona. So they have it. This is not a good place here for them and i just like i just like what i saw from arizona last week their defense was a lot better their 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 pass um pass rush was really good and the, the giants couldn't get anything going and i saw what I, I like what i saw from hopkins hopkins has a big game even against black um bradbury i like what i like what i'm seeing from the cardinals here they're fighting fighting for a playoff spot eagles got nothing to play for I like the Cardinals here. Yeah. Bro, I'm going to go the other way. I, I'm going to buy into the Jalen Hurts recency bias because they beat the Saints last week 24-21 to at home. The Eagles are 13th on defense. They're sneaky, decent on defense. And the reason why I'm buying on the Eagles has a lot to do with Kyler's injury on, to, the, to the shoulder. He just hasn't been the same the last few weeks. I know they beat the G-Man last week 26-7. to Not saying they don't win this one, bro, but I'm expecting it to be within a touchdown. All right. So I am going to buy into the Eagles and, and what they're doing with, with Hurts, man. Wentz was awful. We're going to move on to the Chiefs and Saints. What a matchup, especially yeah. that Breeze is playing, right, bro? Breeze is in. Chiefs still favored by three on the road in this one. 51 and a half is the total. Breeze is in, D. And the question for me before I take any pick in this game is going to be, are these guys in? Are, is Remmers and Fisher in? 
Those are the two left tackle and the right tackle starting left tackle and the right tackle. You know, both the both guys who take care of those those sides. That's important for me, you know, especially against the number two defense here in the Saints. So I'm looking out for that first. Hard for me to pick this game. Hard for me to handicap this game. Everything that I've looked at has been Saints. I'm not going to lie to you. Saints, they're great as a dog. They're great coming back, coming off of losses. You know, I like the Saints in this spot with the three and a half, with the three. I think it was three and a half. I think it's now it's three. But I do lean Saints here. It's tough to, for me to pick against the Chiefs, so I probably won't do that. 21 and 1 the last 22. I just feel like this is a spot here where the Saints might want it a little bit more. Chiefs coming in, eight straight wins, 10 straight road wins. Mahomes 8 and 0 versus top five scoring defenses, which I think the Saints are one of those. And if kind of, but 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 some some calls for, for pause here with the Chiefs. The last five wins have been within the spread by six points or less, right, yeah. bro? Zero covers, yeah. Kelsey leading the league in receiving yards. He might be the first if it finishes with him leading, he'll be the first tight end in NFL history to lead the league in receiving yards at the end of the season. Saints, I mean, only two wins. I told Ro this one before the show. Only two wins this season, or one, or two wins versus one team because they both came against the same franchise. But only two wins this season versus a team currently over five hundred, and that would be Tampa Bay, as the, the yeah. aforementioned Tampa Bay. Breeze is starting in this one, so expect a jump in offense for for a, a jolt, you know, to the yeah. to the same the offense in this one. But I'm gonna lean Chiefs minus <laughs> three in this one, of course. I think they get it done. They've been rolling. They want to maintain the number one position in the AFC conference for that bye week. Because remember, guys, only one the one seed gets it this year, not the one and two. Got to keep that keep that in mind. Browns and Giants is the next game. The Browns are favored by six and a half on the road in this one. And this one's 44 and a half. Yeah, this is going to be a goodie, man. Everyone's looking forward to this one. It's unfortunate, though. I'm going to be honest with you. The Giants got a load of injuries here. It, it, the Giants are not at full strength. They're going to be missing the top tight um, end. They might be missing their top tight end, obviously, and, and Ingram, who's, a, who's like a receiver out there and one of um, Jones' favorite weapons. But they're going to be missing – they for sure going to be missing Bradbury because of COVID. And their other cornerback, Darnell Holmes, who's also a big part of what they do on defense. So that's huge. And for the Browns, you're going to see their third-round rush – Offense, that's what you're gonna see here. You're gonna see them try to pound the ball with with Hunt and Chubb, and then you're gonna see some play action. Baker, number one in the league, in the second in the league actually in play action and yards per attempt at almost 10 yards per attempt. So what they do is they stretch the field with the pass, they pound the ball, and and on defense, I like what I'm gonna see here from um, from Vernon and from Garrett. They're gonna be a huge problem against that Giants O line who was who looked really bad last week. D. So it's going to be tough for McCoy. I expect to see McCoy. That's the last thing here. Giants, the 31st ranked offense in the NFL. I mean, what a stinker last week against Arizona. Only 10 first downs and seven points last week by the yeah, G-Men. And, and, and their defense kind of, you know, they, they held Arizona a bit down in that game. They gave them, you know, opportunity to be in the game. But the Giants offense was so bad last week. But they have won six of seven in, in the series against the Browns. But this is a different Browns team. On top of everything Roe mentioned with Baker, they are also the third rushing offense in the NFL. And even though they lost last week to Baltimore, I mean, what a spirited, spirited performance, right, yeah. by all parties involved for the Browns. I mean, they gave, they put up 42 points 
also 7-1 this season in non-divisional games this year. So, a lot of reasons to like the Browns. I actually love the Browns in this one. Yeah, I like the Browns too, D. Last game here, bro. Steelers-Bengals. Steelers favored by 13 in this one. Bengals at home. 40 and a half is the total. Bro, what you think in this one? A lot of reasons to like the Steelers here too. The Steelers right now, there's a game that they need. And, you know, the Bengals. Obviously, you know, the Bengals ain't really playing for nothing. And D, when I tell you that all the numbers point to Steelers here, I'm talking about all the numbers point to Steelers here. I mean, Steelers did 12 and 3 and 2 against the spread at Cincinnati. So they, they have a lot of success over there. We know they're 19 and 3 straight up their last 22 against Cincinnati. I mean, they're 10 and 1 straight up on Monday. They're 5 and 1 against the spread on the road on Monday. I mean, everything right now, since he's lost five straight. Everything's pointing to, to the Steelers. What I think you got to watch for here is going to be the Steelers' run game. Cincinnati's fourth worst in the league against the run, and the Steelers must pound the ball. They must run the ball, and that's what I expect to if see. If the Steelers are trying to establish the run that's been missing, this is a good team to get it established against. I mean, also Bengals, since they lost Joe Burrow in these last five games, fewer than 20 points scored. Steelers, tremendous history against Cincinnati. Ten straight wins versus this franchise. They have lost their last two. So the, the shine has worn off a little bit of the team this season. And Big Ben, a sub-90 passer rating in four straight games. Mm. But again, they faced this same team earlier in the in the year and Week 10, a 36-10 to 10 thrashing. So... Love the Steelers in this spot. Again, the spread is high. We're going to throw this in something. And now the time has come. Here we go. Go ahead. Hit him. Picks. Do you want me to hit him first? I'll hit him first so you can get it together since you had some last one addition to make together. Um, Straight bets, guys. I got a couple of teasers. We're going to start with it. Let's start with Saturday since I have a teaser for Saturday. Bills, Green Bay. Bills to win, Green Bay minus two. That's a six-point teaser. Feel very confident in that. I don't expect to see any struggle against the Broncos. Green Bay, I mean, as far as Carolina, I expect the backdoor cover. That's why I like the teaser in this spot. Um, and then we're going to straight picks now real quick. Vikings, I'm going to buy the hook. I'm going Vikings minus three. I, going back and forth a little bit. I know they had about, they don't have a great history against the Bears here, losing four of the last five. I like their run game. I like their weapons. I expect the Vikings to come back after last week disappointing loss with Dan Bailey's struggles. The other game I'm picking here is a game that I picked just picked towards the end and Dennis disagrees with it, but I'm sticking with it. Cardinals minus 6. I the Cardinals need to win. They they pounded the NFC East this year. I expect them to do it again. You know, they last week I think they make a breakthrough. Hopkins had a great game. They had a bye week. They came back refreshed. I like the Cardinals this week, minus six. I'm going to buy the hook, make it minus six. Just make it a little sweeter for me. And I'm going to go with that one. Two straight bets, Vikings minus three, Cardinals minus six. And then one last teaser, D. One last teaser for the fans. Tennessee, minus four and a half, Seattle to win. I like both those teams. I think Seattle's going to thrive over there with ha- against Haskins. Russell, I like that. And then I'm going Tennessee, the run game, up against that Detroit Lions Horrible run defense and horrible defense team. That's my picks for the week. Guys, I have six picks. Three straight, <laughs> three teasers. 
the revolver is loaded, all six what? bullets in my revolver, and there I'm letting go. loose this weekend. Feel it in the fucking chest, my guys. Let's go. Chiefs minus three. Okay. Chiefs minus three. Let's go. Crazy motivated. When they play these good teams, the Chiefs always want to prove something, and the Saints are no different. Breeze coming in. I'm not expecting too much rust on Breeze, but I'm expecting that they can't keep up like the Chiefs minus three. Dolphins, two and a half. I'm riding with the public here. Most times, you probably don't want to ride with the public, but in this instance, I do. Absolutely love the Dolphins in this matchup. I called for the end to the Patriots season a few weeks ago prematurely against the Chargers. I'm calling for that shit again this weekend. Dolphins get it done against the Patriots. Shut them down and get it done. Don't expect many points from the Patriots this weekend. Mm. My third pick, the Colts. They're favored by seven and a half by the hook. Get it to seven. Colts are rolling. They put 44 up last week against Vegas. I'm expecting more of the same against the Lions here, especially since the Lions lost Matt Patricia. The defense has been lost, giving up 30 more in their last three games. I'm expecting the Titans to eat big time in this matchup. Now let's go to the teasers. Me and Ro are in agreement with the Saturday tease, 100% agreement there. We love Buffalo to roll over the Broncos. It's minus six, so we'll get that as what? A win? Yeah, it's a win. Packers are eight. We lock that. We want to lock that in as soon as possible because that might go up to two and a half or nine. We want it at two. We don't want it at three. So Packers minus two. Bills minus one in the six-point Saturday teaser. We're going to move on to the two Sunday teasers. Another six-point two-team teaser. I'm going to do Buccaneers. Point half or pretty much a pick them to win because the Buccaneers need all these games to maintain position in the playoff race. And I'm also going to throw the Browns in there to win against the Giants because I just love them in that matchup right there. Nice. Love them a lot. I told you during the show the 10-point tease materialized in my brain, so I'm going <laughs> to give it to you. Ravens, two and a half. Love it. Steelers, minus three. Love it. Tennessee Titans to win. Nice. Put it in there. Guys, I'm excited for the weekend. Roel, what's your that thoughts? Good. Yeah, I love that. Great picks. I like those picks. Good stuff. I'm excited for the weekend. I hope you are too. Profitable, bet profitable betting. Responsible betting. Yeah. Bet the, the original home. Spotify, iTunes. I tell you guys every week that those are the places where you find us. Fill it in the chest, bro. We love the picks this weekend. Very excited to see you, to, to, to talk to you on Monday, possibly Tuesday. One last note, the NBA season is starting on Tuesday. We are rushing to get you an NBA show maybe Monday. The latest Tuesday, we're shooting for Monday. No promises, guys, but we have two shows coming up early in the week next week. The roundup for the weekend, NFL and NBA. Guys, yeah. it's been a pleasure. Good luck, guys. Good luck.